0: This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Husker Rewind here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. If you're watching on the Sarder-Hayman stream, thank you very much. Quite a few people watching on Allo Channel 951 or on Twitter, on Twitch, on Facebook, on YouTube. And all of our guests join us on the Allo VIP line. Exceptional service with a local heart.
1: Aloe Before we get to the game, um, you asked a question to BC, and I thought it was a good one. Uh, do you go after quarterback? Because I, we're, all this portal activity, no quarterbacks. And he said, maybe you do, but probably not right now. You get through spring ball, and then after spring, a lot of activity. It wasn't it Tristan Jebbia didn't win the job one year, and he was out? Uh, because Adrian Martinez looked like he was going to be crowned the guy. So you have a lot of activity after spring. I think the problem with that is you don't get a guy in here early enough to learn the system. And all you have is fall camp. But if you're convinced that Dylan Riola is the guy and all you need is a guy that's reliable, maybe that is the way to go. Go get a quarterback after spring. What do you think? I, I think for the sake of
0: to me, BC's had the best answer of, because that question's been asked of almost everybody that's been on the station as a guest in the last week or so. Um and, and that question is, do they go get a quarterback, et cetera, et cetera? And his comment of let's see if maybe Walkie or Longval can step up in spring and and make it to the point where they they join the conversation. And you still have Harvard. Yeah. Yeah, as as but they join that conversation of Okay, we can, we, you know, if if, you know, they're going to compete for number three. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you're you're confident that if you had two guys go down, they can go in and run the offense. And by the way, Kalen's going to redshirt, right? Kalen's got to redshirt. Well, let I me, would let think. me ask you this: at the Elite Eleven camp, number ten in the Elite Eleven, and he made the Elite Eleven out of the twenty that were there mm-hmm. was Daniel Kalen. Guy, by the way,
1: when was the last time Nebraska had two Elite 11 but, quarterbacks but my, on the roster? My
0: point is another guy that was in that Elite Eleven camp, one of the 20, was Dylan Riola, who yeah. was not one of the top eleven. So does Daniel Kalen need to redshirt next year, or does Daniel Kalen start next year? And everybody's like, Oh, we didn't realize he was
1: that good. And he uh, beats out
0: I mean, I'm not saying whatever, but at that camp he wound if that up being happens, better. that's
1: the biggest story of the year.
0: Yeah, I get it. But I'm I'm just saying, I everybody's said to me that, yo, he's got a redshirt. And I'm like, why? Because you won't. Then you, if he redshirts, you realistically only have two quarterbacks on the roster.
1: Well, I mean, you, for four games, you, you have, have Harburg, who I think is more of a wildcat quarterback, and maybe he develops into more than that. Uh, I was, I thought it was interesting that Matt Rule said, you know, you know, don't forget, he wasn't even allowed in the quarterback room under Mister Whipple. You know, don't squeeze the Charmin guy. Uh, he wasn't even allowed to go to the meetings. Last year. I think it was kind of a shot at Mark Whipple, a little bit. a uh, well deserved shot. Um, so you know, he's just talking about the development. I, I I would have loved to have had Purdy stick around because I think Purdy had potential. And that would bend your answer as far as a backup. But everybody wants to start. And it's not just about the money, because I think he could have earned, I don't know, eighty, hundred thousand dollars as a backup quarterback at Nebraska and made significant money, uh, just, you know, being the emergency guy. Uh but he's moved on because everybody thinks they're they're the starter, and I get that. Uh, but I, what would you give for a Joe Gans? I mean, a, a, even a poor man's Joe Gans. <laughs> but, but Joe from, Gans was really good. But like, nobody knew it. I know. Remember, remember, uh, Bill Callahan would say stuff because he had Sam Keller. They got Sam Keller away from Oklahoma, and that was the big get. Yeah. Uh, and then he would always talk about, oh yeah, Joey Gans, he has got that wacky oddball delivery, um, and he never wanted Joe Gans. To start. But he came out of fall camp, and you had a, you had a divided team back well, in that era where half the team was saying, no, this is the guy. Yeah. This is the guy that should start. But Bill Callahan had already promised the gig to Sam Keller.
0: Um, and and it's, Keller was bad. The one guy, and you brought that up before, but the one guy I thought of, like, if we could get a guy that was like this is Zach Lee. Yeah. you know,
1: But he was, like, like, what was he, he, serviceable. And he was... Player of the year in the league in the Big Twelve. Well, that was Zach Taylor. Oh, Zach. I'm sorry, Zach. Yeah, no, I'm Lee. talking Zach, Zach Lee, Mike Riley, okay. Zach
0: Lee. Okay. Now Zach Lee also threw a pick six uh, going into halftime against Northern Illinois. Yeah, Bobby Lee's State. son.
1: He was serviceable.
0: Yes, and that's what I, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, if they if they go get, but that's the question: Is Walkie or Long Ball serviceable? Are they able to come in and run the offense and not turn the ball over? Because if so, maybe they do not need to go get another quarterback in the
1: portal. Yeah. I, I, th- I think, I, I just don't know how you don't. Um, but if, if, if you're right, if they trust those guys, then there's no reason to. Uh, the comment by rule was, I don't want to bring in a guy like a Kyle McCord uh, who's you know three years ahead of these guys and you know he's going to start. I, I want to bring in, I, I want, I think the comment was, I want to develop quarterbacks our way to learn. And I don't want just mercenaries uh, and I'm obviously putting words a little bit in his mouth, but I think they r- truly want to develop their guys. And that means bring them in when they're young well, and develop them. I
0: get it. But but like the, the mercenary comment, I'm going to take a little bit of an exception with because bringing them in year after years. Yeah, no, he doesn't want to do that. But this year,
1: it wouldn't be a bad idea would, to a bad, bring a guy. I in. would take Kyle McCord in a heartbeat. Sounds like his dad's a bit of a case. Uh, was it his dad or his grandpa? One of the I two. I don't know. The whole thing started. <laughs> apparently, his dad was involved in the Ohio State conversation that, hey, I, I want to promise that he's going to be your starting quarterback. And apparently, he didn't get that promise from Ryan Day. So, he moves on. He visits Nebraska. Matt Rule said he never got an offer from Nebraska. Yep. And he ends up at Syracuse. <sighs> Man, I think I would rather stay at Ohio State and fight for the gig if you think you're that good. And most guys that are that good aren't bothered by competition. I'd rather stay at Ohio state than end up at Syracuse and maybe get killed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's. But where he started and where he wound up uh, the month of December, (laughs) I don't know that it was an upgrade. I did
1: plan on talking about the game and we'll get to that. Uh, There's a lot to talk about for a weekend when you wouldn't think there'd be a lot to talk about, but but there's a lot to talk about. National title game. Uh, Yeah, national title game, Husker hoops. There's a lot to talk about. We'll talk about the title game. Uh, Michigan, a a four-and-a-half-point favorite in the game tomorrow night. We'll talk about it next.